This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. All right, this is episode number 94. Five, four, three, two. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. In my wishes for 2020 for you, I said that I wished and hoped that you would be profitable. This podcast really talks about what profitability is, not, and it may not be exactly what you think it is, simply because profitability is not defined as a percentage in my book. It's defined as a number. And if you look at the history, and I used to do this too, so I make, you know, I, I learned my lesson and I'll tell you the story in a little bit. Most people say, well, I earned 10% last year or I own fit or I earned 15% last year, or, you know, the service department is generating 18% net profit. Well, the percentage really and truly doesn't matter. And the thing that matters, think about it this way. If you go to the bank and you say, I want to deposit my 18% profit, the teller is going to look at you as if you're crazy. The only thing you can deposit in the bank is the actual dollars. So what I started doing in about... 2005 and 2006, because I had a whole group of contractors I was working with at the time, all of which who had the same or pretty close to the same gross margins. And some were doing really, really, really well. And others weren't doing as well as, you know, some of the, some of the other members of the group I was working with. And I'm going, you know, something's wrong here. And it kind of hit me between the eyes is, yeah, well, guess what? If we're only looking at percentages, especially gross margins, we've totally forgotten about overhead. And these were the days when I was teaching, just like everybody else, we divide by one minus the gross margin to get your selling price. And we do our pricing by one divide, divided by one minus the gross margin. Well, guess what? Dividing by one minus the gross margin doesn't tell you the true picture. What you really need to do is figure out, okay, what are we earning on the bottom line for every billable hour? What are we bringing in from a net profit perspective? So I started looking at everything from the bottom of the balance sheet, I mean, bottom of the P&L, rather than starting at the top, you know, rather than starting at sales, let's start at the bottom. Let's think about what we really want to bring in for every billable hour that we have. And the other thing that I really looked at was the fact that we only have certain number of billable hours that we can bill every single year for a field employee. I mean, there's 2,080 nominal hours in a year. However, we've got vacations and we've got holidays and we've got meeting time and we've got training time. Yeah, there can be some overhead associated with that. But the fact of the matter is we only have that field employee, that service technician, that installer, that mechanic, that foreman, whatever, for only a certain number of limited hours. And we have to maximize the profitability that we get for those limited number of hours, okay? So here's where I'm coming from. What I started doing and took the group of contractors I was working with at the time through a very, from their perspective, painful process, but it actually isn't when you start doing it. And we started tracking billable hours against net profit. 
and some of their billable hours versus net profit was really, really good. And some of it was really, really awful. And so we decided that, okay, what do we, and I asked him, what do you want for net profit per hour? And if you're driving or you're listening to this and you're going, I don't know, you have exactly the same reaction as all of them did. So when I mentioned for 2020, I would like you all to be profitable and have a profitable company, you can be profitable at $2 or you know a penny net profit per hour, but what kind of profitability do you really and truly want? And I'll give you some examples from this year. I started working with two new contractor clients, one of which was a $4 million company whose net profit per hour when we calculated it was $3.07. And you're probably thinking, and you probably rolled your eyes in the back of your head, and all of those guys rolled their eyes in the back of their head going, this, this is terrible. We don't want to live like this. And they now understood why they didn't have the money for bonuses, why they didn't have the money to pay for raises, why they didn't have the money to buy new trucks, and all the other things that the office needed. It's simply because if you're making $3.07 an hour, there's nothing there to be able to afford to give somebody a raise, to afford to do bonuses, to afford to pay for training sessions, to afford to get a new fleet, to afford the marketing programs that can help you grow the business. So a lot of things changed. And if you find that your net profit per hour is, you know, a buck, two bucks, three bucks, it's probably not something that you want to live with either. And you may be wondering, okay, this is why I'm working all these hours and feel like I'm on a hamster on a treadmill and I'm not getting anywhere. If your profitability is $3.07 an hour, guess what? You now understand why. All right, so the first thing is to figure out where you were in 2019. What was your net profit per hour? And if you don't have a clue, because I didn't, you know, I don't track billable hours. Well, yeah, you track something in payroll because you got to pay by the hour. Even if you are on performance pay, there is an hour type of, let's say the task is replacing a condenser fan motor or replacing, you know, whatever. There is hours built into that particular task so that you can calculate what the prices are supposed to be for that particular job. And even if a technician gets a percentage of that, there's hours behind it that you've got to track for the, um, the Department of Labor issues to make sure you're making at least minimum wage and things like that. So you can actually track billable hours. Most of us haven't done it until I forced the issue. Um, and you just do it. You start doing payroll starting now and just do payroll and see how many billable hours they had versus the number of hours that you actually paid them. And that's what gets you your billable hours. And if you don't have a clue from last year, what you may want to do is say, okay, assume 2,080 hours. We had X number of meetings. We had X number of days off. We had X number of vacation days and subtract that out and get a number you know, 17, 1800 hours or 1600 hours and think about how productive they actually were to get what you estimate the billable hours are and then divide that into the net operating profit that you had last year. And so that's how you figure out where you are this year. Okay. 
So when we get back from the break, I'm going to talk more about how we actually implement this and how it actually, you can work backwards to, to get your selling prices given your net profit per hour. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I've seen my client salespeople struggle when a customer asks why they should use your company rather than the competition when your price is higher and you both are proposing the same equipment. I've seen technicians struggle when customers ask them whether they should replace an 18-year-old air conditioner. And most salespeople and technicians never ask the one question that most customers are concerned about, yet never ask. Can I trust you? I found a tool that gives your salespeople and technicians the ammunition to answer this question and more. And the tool works. How do I know? 68% of my clients are using it to increase sales and referrals. What is it? A trust book with your name on it as the author. More details are at HVACTrustBooks.com. Warning, there is only one contractor per area that can get these great books. Some areas are already taken. They've gone to my clients. If you want your area and want to have a tool for your salespeople and technicians to increase referrals and sales, then go to HVACTrustBooks.com now and reserve your area. Eliminate costly warranty leak repair headaches. Three years ago, Ruth King wrote a leak policy letter for one of her clients who was dealing with huge warranty leak issues. When she gave the letter to technicians and trained them on how to use it, warranty leaks went from zero, that's right, zero. Then she gave the letter to one of her other clients and any contractor who wanted it. The results? The same, zero warranty leak repairs. The unexpected benefits? An increase in replacement sales. Ruth shares the letter with anyone and everyone who wants it. So get your sample leak policy letter for free. No strings, no catches, no guarantee of results. Go to hvacchannel.tv or call us at 877-520-4321. Click on the link in the middle of the homepage to get your free leak policy letter. I hope you experience zero warranty leak repairs and eliminate a major costly headache. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I talked about the facts of what net profit per hour was for 2019. If you don't like the number, and resolve in 2020 to change the number. And so how do we actually do our pricing? And how do we actually use this net profit per hour thing that I'm talking about? And by the way, it's a very different change in thinking from the old divide by one minus the gross margin methodology. It's something that you just think, okay, I have a billable hour. How much is actually dropping to my bottom line? And it really wakes you up. It wakes your employees up. I had another contractor that I'm working with that we presented their net profit per hour. And no, it was not bad as the $3.07, but it still wasn't good. Um, It was still less than you could make at McDonald's or another fast food restaurant. And the techs didn't like it and the field employees didn't like it. And I said, well, what do you want? And they actually came up with the numbers for the net profit per hour that they actually wanted to see. And so that's what we use as the net profit per hour. So given that, and that actually, they came up with $100 an hour. One person said $500 an hour, and I thought, okay, most contractors don't do that. It's really hard to earn $500 net profit per hour. Can you imagine every service call being, you know, $1,000 because you had $500 of net profit that you wanted for a service call? Probably is not going to happen. Anyway, I'm glad that they were thinking, and I'm glad that they were thinking big. So 
we decided that we're going to use the $100 net profit per hour for them. And I'm not saying you have to use $100. You might want $50. You might want $200. It's totally up to you in terms of where you want to go. I will tell you, though, if you're starting at $3.07, going to $100 is not going to happen instantaneously. It's going to take a little bit of time to get that to there. All right. So how do we do this? We start with our bottom line of the net profit per hour that we want. And we take the P&L backwards. So we take our net profit per hour, we add the overhead cost per hour, and that gives us our gross profit per hour. And then we add our direct costs to it, and that gives us our selling price. We literally, all I did was take the profit and loss statements backwards. So we know what net profit per hour is. You can easily calculate what your overhead cost per hour is given the fact that you know how many billable hours because you use the same number for, for the net profit as you use for overhead. So look at your overhead for 2019 and then divide that by the same billable hours that you use for the net profit per hour. And that's your overhead cost per hour. For smaller contractors, that might be somewhere 40, 50, 60 dollars overhead cost per hour. It's not unusual for me to see numbers that are that high. That means for every billable hour, we have to add that amount, $60, $40, $30, to just pay for the piece of the rent and the pay for the piece of the light bill and pay for a little piece of the person who answers the phone or the marketing expense or the legal expense or the accounting expense, whatever, that little piece of overhead amounts to $60 per billable hour or $30 per billable hour. And so we have to add that amount to the net profit per hour that we desire to get our gross profit per hour. So let's assume it's $50 and we want $100 net profit per hour. That means our gross profit per hour has to be $150. And then let's assume that our service technician, a highest service technician, makes $30 an hour. So to get the selling price for one hour of labor, it, you might think, okay, it's $150 plus 30. That is exactly right, assuming that you can bill 2,080 hours a year. This is where the, the confusion comes in sometimes. That is a very direct linear thing up to selling price. However, that selling price assumes that you can bill every single hour of that field employee. Now, for install installation, construction, yeah, it's pretty close. For service, not really. So you have to add in a factor or a multiplier or a divisor, whichever way you want to do it, based on how many, how many productive hours that you actually have. So let's, you know, we've got our $180, and let's say that we're 50% productive, so we have to charge $360 an hour. We have to double it. If you're more than 50% productive, it will be somewhat less than $360, but you have to add that productivity factor in. And you can use this formula and you can use this methodology to price anything out that you are bidding on, whether it's replacement, whether it's service, whether it's a replacing a chiller, whether it's you know doing new construction, it's adding ductwork, whatever, you can do this. And this is a very easy way to do it. You're just adding up. And it also makes sure that 
you look at the net profit per hour that you really want to earn for every hour that's billable. And that's it. That's as easy as it is. So last week when I said, I hope that you're profitable, I realized I might not have given you all the tools to make sure that you are profitable. Start with your net profit per hour that you want. Actually find out where you were in 2019 and make sure you're comfortable with it. And if you're not, figure out, okay, we want to raise it. Then we're going to have to do some things to make sure that we increase our billable hours or we increase our prices or whatever. So net profit per hour plus our overhead cost per hour gives us our gross profit per hour. We add in our direct cost and that gives us our selling price per hour. It is that simple. So my goal and wish for you for 2020 is that you have the net profit per hour that you would like and that it is continuous and you have incredibly productive employees so that your selling prices don't have to have this huge factor to make up for non-productivity. Thanks for joining me and thanks for joining us. Choose the one thing you discovered and hopefully it is calculating your net profit per hour and overhead cost per hour and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.